Welcome to Huddle Home Office. I'm Mark Legere. There's been a lot of discussion lately about people moving to the Maritimes to escape COVID hot zones and the rising housing costs and fast-paced life in the bigger cities. But it takes a real sense of adventure to pack up your family and move east in a pandemic. Jordan and Jess Owens embody that spirit, spending more than a decade moving from the U.S. to Europe to Australia for Jordan's professional hockey career. In the fall of last year, they gave up their $1,500 basement apartment in Toronto and moved to St. John with their daughter Irie and the family dog. In just five months, they become members of the community, meeting people in their neighborhood despite the challenges of isolation during the pandemic. They've also become ambassadors for St. John and the Maritimes as a whole, pitching outsiders on the life they can build here through a regular series of YouTube videos called A Tribe Called Owens. I talked to them on a recent sunny spring morning. I hope you enjoy our chat. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, Jordan. Good morning. Morning. How are you doing? Good, good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And where do I find you this morning? Uh, we are sitting in our office in St. John, New Brunswick. Yeah. Now, uh, spoiler alert for, for everyone listening who hasn't watched uh, Jess and Jordan's video, but they like to they like to be somewhere warm and, and we might not be able to hold them year round all the time because they might need to get some an escape from here to I don't know, a nice island in the South Pacific or something like that? It changes by the day. Honestly, we see people all over the world and we we'll just say to each other, Oh, maybe we should go there or maybe it's this other place. <laughs> like it honestly changes every day. Yeah. The the one good thing about talking to you today though is I think the sun should be shining where you are right now. It was when I came in here to work. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And my, my, my daughter, Ella, I, uh, in the last couple of days, I introduced her to uh, the Beatles, Here Comes the Sun. Mm-hmm. So I now have a 10 year old Beatles fan. But nice. uh, when the sun started to shine in the spring on the weekend, it's just, uh, it's nice in St. John when, it's shi- when the sun's shining in the spring. Yeah. The energy's different for sure. Everyone's, coming out of the woodworks now, I think. Yeah. Now I hate to, to go like St. John negative on you, but you, you have heard about the fog that's coming in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we heard about it. And especially like our area, um, particularly the neighbors have mentioned it quite a few times. I think we had just maybe a little taste of it in, in the fall when we first moved here and we thought it was pretty cool, but maybe that will uh, get a little sour as time goes on. I guess we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, no, it, dep- it depends on your personality. There's yeah. a lot of people who embrace the fog and then some who try and, you know, outrun it by getting on their bikes or getting in their cars. <laughs> um, but it's still very nice, very nice. Um, Dis- Disney, when they, they bring in um, cruise ships here, when the, when, when the cruise ships do, do come in, uh, described it as being kissed by the fog when you come in on the ship. Mm, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Uh, well, before we, we talk about your life here, I'd love to get a sense of uh, where you've where you've come from. So you've come from the Niagara region? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we both Jess and I grew up in Niagara Falls. Um, and then we started dating like, what was it, like 12 years, Almost 13, 13 years, years ago? ago. <laughs> uh-huh. During that time, um, we were moving sort of back and forth through all different places that I was playing hockey at the time. So I was six years in North America in different cities, and then we ended up going to Europe. Um, I played there for another six years, and yeah, Jess and I for a long time were moving twice a year. But towards the end of that, we started spending our summers in Toronto. We've both been gravitated to the city. 
Um, it's where I was born. We both like really loved the city. Me specifically, like I'm a city junkie. So it's either like, you know, we're in St. John now We're we're sort of, it's not necessarily country, but it's, it's a lot slower pace. So I think our next step after this will probably be somewhere like more rural. Cause I like extremely rural where like you don't see your neighbors or downtown of like a major hub. But yeah, to answer your question, we were, we kind of like in our channel, we always mention, yeah, we're from like Niagara Falls, Toronto. It like literally is a hybrid. We've spend like time in both places before here. Yeah. Cause in Ni- Niagara, now how, how big would have been that region have been growing up? Niagara, Niagara Falls, which is where we're from specifically, I think it's getting now upwards of around a hundred thousand. But when we were growing up, it was probably similar size to St. John, like mm. 75,000, 80,000, something like that. So what, what compelled you to want to move here um is is it is it is is it becoming really expensive to live there uh as well because we tend to think of you know pricey ontario but we tend to think of downtown toronto um tell me a little bit about your situation before you left Mm -hmm. so yeah succinctly like it is getting expensive there it's it's a big part of the reason that we're in saint john at this current moment last year at this time I was basically pretty newly retired uh, hockey player. Um, I was just getting my footing in in like the real world, I guess you could say. We were living in Toronto. I was working for a tech startup downtown, and we found this apartment. Just found it online. It was sixteen hundred a month. It was a lower level, kind of just on the fringe of, of the downtown area. Um, it was like a fifty minute commute for me downtown. Still being being in the city. And yeah, looking back now, that price is crazy, but it's, it's how it is in Toronto. Like that was the cheapest spot that we could find. We didn't want to go broke just paying rent every month. So for us, it was a small space, but we're okay with that. Um, it kind of served our needs at the time, but once COVID hit, we kind of looked at each other and I was working at home and we do have a, a little one. So to be in a one bedroom apartment, have a little little girl, a toddler running around behind in the background of the Zoom calls. It, it was just a little bit much, especially with the parks being closed. We didn't have a, a front yard or a backyard. Um, yeah, it was time to move. And uh, that's when, you know, the wheel started turning. We just started thinking we need to find a solution uh, to our, our living. You know, it's a it's a big issue for everybody. Not issue, but it's it's you want to be comfortable where you are. Right. And. Yeah, I think that's that's how it went. There was a little bit more complexity to the story because we didn't really want to, if we weren't going to be in Toronto, we wanted to, to own something. We didn't want to rent in a suburban city. So it was difficult in the sense that I wasn't able to get a mortgage. Coming out of you know hockey, I did have some savings, um, but I didn't have a long of a track record at my job to be able to qualify for a mortgage. So we were pretty much between a rock and a hard place. Um, our only option was to find somewhere that we could buy in cash. So I was scouring the internet, looking all across Canada. We did have a couple friends who moved from Toronto out here to St. John a few months before us. So we were enticed to this area a little bit by them. Um, but mainly like our main driving factor was we needed to find a house that we can buy in cash. So, yeah, as, as luck would have it, here we are. We found a spot that we like just down the street from our friends, which is a huge bonus for us. 
and yeah, the rest is history. And that it must have been nice too having having friends here already. I mean, because you have you know Irie who is one at this point, right? Uh, and and you have a good friend network uh, in you know in the Toronto area, and you have family. Um, and I just I know as a, a dad of of you know two two small kids that are certain older than yours, but but still at that age where you want to feel settled. So it it. it it must have taken a lot to just pick up and move or, or were your personalities oriented that way already because you've moved around a fair amount playing hockey and as travelers? Yeah, I think, I think it's fair to say that we have a lot of experience uh, moving like this, uh, especially big moves. And um, it's something that we were comfortable doing. Um, and we were excited about it too. And and having our friends here ahead of time, just to kind of let us know the lay of the land. And um, yeah, it was comforting also to know that they were going to be here for us and they're, they're like family. So um, it's important to have family around, especially for Irie, like you mentioned, but yeah, no, the move itself was something that we were pretty used to. So, so how did you get here? And did you bring a lot of stuff with you? Yeah, like this kind of goes hand in hand with that. Like we've moved twice a year, as I mentioned, for hockey. And when you do that, you really have to cut off the stuff that you don't you, you that you don't use on a regular day basis. You you pretty much have a good idea on the stuff that you need to have with you. That's everything from like your electronics to you know the toys, the bikes, whatever it is. Um. So we, like we're able to pack our bags basically or pack our lives into like a hockey bag each is like what I like to say. <laughs> um, it's a little more now with, with Irie, you know, with her, all her stuff that, that comes along with that. But yeah, we were, we're used to moving around and people look at this move as extreme. I think that's why our channel is, is caught a little bit of, um, yeah, people are interested in the journey. Because it seems like this big radical move to us, it's not at all. It's like we're just going to that next spot, and um, yeah, like Jess said, we have a ton of experience. So it's, I don't, I feel like it was, yeah, it was really easy. But to answer your question, how did we get here? It was that was probably the hardest part of this whole thing was figuring out how do we get to St. John U-Hauls. I don't for the listeners. U-Haul, the rates for one-way rentals going from other provinces outside of New Brunswick or let's just say Atlantic Canada, it's very difficult to get a U-Haul for a one-way rental from anywhere in Canada to Atlantic Canada. Um, U-Haul has tripled the prices or almost quadrupled the prices now. We paid roughly like $2,000 for our our, uh, cube van. If you go on right now and look for like Toronto to, you know, Halifax, Toronto, St. John sort of thing it's going to run you close to 6,000. So yeah, for a lot of families, that's just a lot of money, you know, just to come out of thin air, um, a necessary expense though. So figuring out, figuring out the logistics was tough. Jess and I reflew. I packed up the truck, drove the car or drove the truck with our car towed behind it. Um, so it was like the 15 hour solo mission, which was, was fine. I enjoyed it, had some audio books and yeah, I was glad Irie and Jess got here safely. And I'm glad we don't have to do that all the time, twice a year anymore. But here we are. Now, uh, I know that um, your dog didn't come along with you on that on that first drive out here. 
but came along sometime after. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the what's your dog's name again? Our dog's name is Reese. Yeah, yeah. She joined us um, around Christmas or just after Christmas. Um, so Jordan's parents actually bought a house in St. John as well, <laughs> not too long after us. And uh, they were able to bring Reese with them when they came. So yeah, we're happy to have her here. Um, she's honestly been everywhere with us. She's 10 years old now. We've had her since she was a puppy. And um, yeah, she's been on many airplanes. And she's come to Europe with us and all over the States as well. So she's a well-traveled dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Reese has had 12 international flights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's been... I think she's lived in eight countries total, yeah. or she's been to eight countries. Yeah. She's been to eight countries. It's just kind of funny <laughs> for a dog. So, she, so she's pretty seasoned. This settling into New Brunswick is no problem for her. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. She likes it here. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about settling in here. Um, what was it like when you first arrived? Now, I know you had to do a lot of renovations to the house that you bought. Um, you had to settle in to the neighborhood uh, that you're in. Tell me a little bit about what that was like. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so right off the bat, um, of course, we were in quarantine for two weeks. <laughs> so um, we got to know our house pretty quickly during that time. And I think that time was, um, it was well spent, actually. We kind of got to evaluate our home and see what rooms we spent the most time in. And then that kind of led us to what rooms we would renovate first and that sort of thing. And um, yeah, it, it this is an older home. It was pretty well kept before us, which was nice, um, but it was just dated. So we knew that there were quite a few things that we wanted to do um, pretty much immediately. And the first thing that we ended up doing was renovating our attic, which is the space that we're sitting in now, which now serves as our office and sort of like a spare, can be a spare bedroom for any guests that come. Um, yeah, so the process of renovating this this room was really special because it, it honestly adds so much more livable space to our house. Um, we have a few more renovations in mind that we like to get to. Uh, It's just a matter of finding the time and um, sort of deciding which room is going to come next. (laughs) Uh, It's an ongoing process. That's definitely something that I um, remembered pretty quickly about owning a home is that there's always something to be done. (laughs) So yeah, it's been fun though. We're enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People have been super welcoming to us here. Mm. Our, Towards the end of our quarantine, we had a, a contractor um, pop by and give us a quote for what we wanted to do for renovations. And he saw my hockey sticks in the office, just asked, hey, do you play hockey? It's like, yeah, I play a little bit. And uh, like within, as soon as we were done quarantine, I was playing on, on his men's league team <laughs> um, out in Grand Bay, which is, was really cool. Met all the guys they were super welcoming and they all... Yeah, they're well connected in the city. So I, I felt like I felt like one of them. They really welcomed me with open arms. And um, like when you're in a new new place, that's gold. You know, your network is is so big and you know, there's dozens of people you can call for anything that you might run into or anything you might need. And yeah, people are, are typically generally speaking more than happy to help. So that's been great. You know, we really praise how 
welcoming and friendly everyone has been, even our neighbors and other people we've met in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you, you, it sounds like by the way you're describing things, you guys have all the connection points. You got hockey, which is the great Canadian connection point. Yeah. You have a beautiful dog <laughs> and a beautiful young daughter. Like you guys, like the, these are the things that, that help you connect in new communities, right? Is, is, uh, mm-hmm. being a young family here and, and being in a, in a neighborhood like the one that you're in, which I know, which is really nice little neighborhood. Right. And it's very tight knit mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it's actually, was a question that you kind of already answered, which is moving to a place like this can be challenging, right? Even if you're, you're new, you're not new at it and you've lived in a lot of places around the world, Mm -hmm. but moving somewhere in the middle of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. um, there are social challenges, right? Mm -hmm. To, to settling in, but it sounds like you were able to get a lot around a lot of those challenges. Yeah. You know, coming to St. John during a time like this is very interesting because the first thing that we do when we get to any place is we go check things out and we sort of get the overall feel for the city based on um, what there is to offer. We might go to a cafe or check out this new restaurant or yeah, something social where you might see people. And um, that has been sort of limited during this time. But at the same time, like Jordan mentioned, just the people in our in our neighborhood have been, you know, they're out, out for walks and we're on our front porch and we just have a chat and they're so welcoming and they say hello. And I think our YouTube channel actually helped us make some connections as well. Um, even in our neighborhood, people that we hadn't met previously stopped us and said, oh, we saw your video and I live around the corner. And um, so that's another uh, connection point as well is, is our YouTube channel. So that's been a really great way to to meet people and uh, connect with people in any way that we can during this time in in the local area. So that's really really special to us, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And I know that with the with the videos that you're producing, a lot of them are you seem to be directed from to people you know from who aren't living here right now who right might want to live here. The ones that I've watched, but you still found locals were seeing were seeing the videos and connecting with them. Yeah, yeah I think that the locals were really excited to see their hometown featured on YouTube, if that makes sense. And they were really, because what I've noticed, especially from the comments on our YouTube channel is um, people from this area are really proud to be from this area. And they're, they're excited to brag about their community and what it has to offer. So Yes, our channel has attracted people that would like to move here, but there's plenty of people that watch that are excited to see their own their own hometown featured as well. So that's been really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I know that um, uh, you know from watching your videos, you you like everybody, especially in the social media universe, you, you see a certain degree of of negativity, um, uh, but at the same time, like. Um, you know, people who, who come, come here like you guys have in some ways here are, are treated like celebrities because <laughs> you've chosen this place to come. Mm. Um, no, I know that's not true across the board and, and there's all kinds of, of challenges to settling into a new community. And, and I mean, you, you know this, you've settled into communities around the world, right? It's, mm-hmm. uh, there are challenges as well as opportunities and really nice things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is that time here now where 
we like to be able to grow in this way by by having new people come in and buy homes, uh, do their jobs, whether they're remote or companies that are based here. Um, are, are you feeling that enthusiasm, generally speaking, from people that you talk to? Yeah, generally speaking, most people, like the overwhelming majority of people are, are happy to see other people moving here. Um, you know, they like watching, like Jess said, they get a kick out of seeing the perspectives of other people, you know, foreigners in, in some sense to, to their, their great area. So it, it is fun. Um, we have had, you know, a few negative people, um, you know, spread their opinion. And that's fine. Like when we when you put your life on the Internet, when you when you say your opinions out loud, like that just comes with, with the territory. We knew that when we started a channel. But like for anyone who watches, you see our videos, we try to just spread positivity. We have fun. We don't take it too seriously. We're not ruffling the feathers. We're not, you know, talking politics too heavily. You know, it's it's just all in good fun. We're just sharing information from our perspective. The people who have been a little bit negative, it's usually to do with how the real estate market is reacting. There's a lot of people moving here from other parts in the country like us. And, you know, from our perspective, we're just moving from like we feel in, in some sense chased out of the areas that we grew up. You know, we just can't afford to live there anymore. So we have to leave. And, you know, that does have an effect, you know, for the locals here, house, the prices of houses rise, you know, maybe the median income is not as high as what it is in other parts of Canada. So it's a complicated thing for sure. But at the end of the day, everybody is just trying to make a better life for them and their family. So I don't think there's anyone really wrong in this situation. It's just the, the situation and the complexity of it in general that just makes it tough. But I think as long as we can have compassion and, and see things from the side or the perspective of, of others and have civil discourse and just voice our opinions and, you know, we can talk through these things. So, yeah, the, the negative people you know, we, we don't combat it with negativity, you know, we wish them well, and hopefully we can maybe change their mind. I, something I'm curious uh, to know your perspective on the, um, both of you. Uh, I, uh, it's a long time ago now, but I was living in, in downtown Toronto uh, when I moved back here, because I, I grew up in the St. John area out in Rosse, but I've lived in, in the city center since I moved back here. I'm going to really date myself, 1996. Uh, but what I found was, is I was living kind of in the kind of college Bathurst area before I came back here. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of old kind of, you know, red brick homes, two and three story, you know, a lot of micro brews around a lot of restaurants, uh, a lot of vibrancy, a lot of activity. Uh, but when I moved back here myself and I settled into the uptown of St. John, Strangely enough, after a little while, my life didn't wasn't really all that different from downtown Toronto, as crazy as that sounds, right? I lived, you know, a couple of blocks away from you know good good restaurants and and really good really good bars and and good you know it was sort of starting to emerge as a Mike Bruceine, certainly not like it is now across Canada, um, and I had you know access to parks and and you know my family was here but my day-to-day -day life quite honestly didn't look really all that different and that it did in Toronto because you you know, we all live in a really in a few square blocks a lot of us mm -hmm. unless you have long commutes 
which of course you can in Toronto. I know, as you were saying, um, Jordan, but, um, uh, you know, the point that I was making is as, and then as my family kind of started to grow and we stayed uptown, I remember bumping into, uh, somebody who was doing some marketing, uh, for Moosehead breweries here. And it was a Toronto based marketing agency. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got talking about our, our day-to-day lives. And I have friends who live in downtown Toronto with young children now. It, it, it doesn't look that different, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are certain things about downtown Toronto. There are job opportunities. There are, uh, the big amenities Like you're a baseball fan. You can go, you know, watch the Jays or you can go to the Arcana center and watch the Raptors or the Leafs. But in a lot of ways, your life with your, your daughter in downtown Toronto versus St. John can still be somewhat similar. So I'm, and I, I find that the, one of the, that's the hardest thing to explain to people who don't live here and they might live somewhere big like downtown Toronto, or they might live in Manhattan. Right. Is I'm curious, uh, you know, with that kind of rambling tangent that I'm prone to, I apologize, <laughs> is your perspective, like you, you come here and you've been living in Toronto and you don't know this area at all. You know a little bit about from your friends that are here. How did your life look different for you and your small family transplanting them and coming here? Were the things that were the same? Were the things that were markedly different? Yeah, like you, you're definitely right. You think, by the right way, I do have to mention you, you. You said college in Bathurst. We lived probably our favorite spot that we lived in Toronto was college in Spadina. Um, so we were just down down the street from where you were in Toronto. And it, mm-hmm. you're right; it's the the heartbeat of the city. For for me, I love the city because there's so much going on and there's so many different different genre, like niches, people, anything that you're into, you can find your community in Toronto. That's, that's what I love. You know, I love like the art scene, the music scene, there's festivals, there's food, like Toronto in Canada might be one of, it's probably the best place in the world, not world, best place in Canada for food Mm -hmm. in terms of like, um, you know, getting food from, from different places in the world. Yeah. Toronto for me, I just, I love that. You know, you can, pop down and yeah like you said see a Raptors game see a Leafs game all that stuff is cool but it's not really like your your normal day you know your Monday to Friday type of thing so yeah in many ways I guess where where we are it's a little bit different from living uptown St. John I know like having a young one and Jess can add to this as well it changes it changes things um we wanted to be in a spot where we had a yard for Irie to play in um, where we were in Toronto, like the lower level with no front yard, backyard. Like it's just, it's not doable. Maybe when she's an infant and she's not playing in the, the grass and with her friends and stuff, but it's at a point now where, yeah, we value those things. Could we live downtown Toronto with a, a two year old right now? I think definitely. What, what do you think though, Jess? Yeah. Oh, I think so for sure. It was, it was COVID that pushed us out of Toronto. I think to be completely honest, I don't know if we would be here if it wasn't for COVID. Um, there's so many variables that could have happened. Um, but what I will say about St. John kind of switching gears from what you were saying is, um, not only do we compare Toronto, but our hometown, Niagara Falls, we've spent a fair amount of time there as well. And we actually spent this past summer there. We were staying with Jordan's parents while we were 
between Toronto and here, kind of figuring out exactly our next move. And I will say this, I can appreciate that um, St. John really takes into account the locals and um, there's a community for the locals um, uptown, namely. And in Niagara Falls, it's all about the tourists. That seems that all of our money just goes to um, making it a place for tourists to come. And locals are an afterthought. So our downtown or Niagara Falls is downtown. Um, it's really sad. There's there's no vibrancy. Um, stores are you know closing all the time and this is pre-covid so coming here to st john where the uptown is lively and there's lots going on and there's coffee shops and restaurants and you know you can walk around down there and and feel like there's an energy so that i think was really big for me coming here i just really appreciated that about st john comparing it to Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. We did get lucky with this house because we we're like five minutes from uptown. Like it's, it's right there. Mm -hmm. um, I am looking forward to that, even though who knows what it'll look like this summer with COVID. Who knows? Everyone's just kind of in this wait, see mode, it seems like. But from what people have been saying, you know, in, in the comments on our channel, people rave about uptown. Um, in the summertime yeah they say like hey don't worry like you're still gonna get all those Toronto feels with their uptown they've done a good job so we're we're just waiting to see like we're sure it's awesome um, we're just excited to, to see what it has yeah and I mean and I would echo I've been uptown for 25 years um, and 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 you know and also with me the one thing too is I adore Toronto um, so and and loved living there uh, and I actually came back here uh, mainly because I was offered a job back here when I was in my late twenties. I thought I was coming back here just for a little while, and then I would I would go off again. And then here I am, twenty five years later. Um, I've done a lot of traveling in in that time as well. But uh, but when I moved back from Toronto, it was really important to me that I had what I would say a little Toronto experience. Mm -hmm. And as funny as that sounds. And, and uptown kind of, kind of gave me that. Cause I did have a lot of those things that I had downtown, of course, not the, not the diversity that you're talking about, Jordan, for sure. Right. Like I, I, I still, um, I love to eat in Toronto and, and I love street food and I love the small hole in the wall restaurants. And I had my favorite roti places downtown. Right. And I still know where they are and where to find them. Uh, when I go back to Toronto, uh, but there is a little bit of that. And I find that in, in the maritime cities, because it would be true of Halifax, it would be true of Fredericton, it would be true of Moncton, it would be true of Charlottetown and, and St. John's Newfoundland as well. They're inside our urban cores. Are those same kinds of experiences? They're, they're smaller, right? They're micro mm -hmm. compared to that, that, those large urban environments. Um, but one of the things, and I'm curious to know your perspective too on this, is one of the things I did notice when I got back here quickly, that even though when I was in Toronto, I could, I could go to, to places like High Park um, and, you know, and was just there a few years ago with my kids when I was back in Toronto, uh, the, the kind of the parks around the city, and this would be true across the region, are really good. And I, I did notice from your videos that, uh, that you too have found uh, the Irving Nature Park. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we love it there um yeah just love it there we've been there a handful of times and 
we've done a little bit of trails through there, but mostly just kind of hanging out on the beach and letting Irie play in the sand. And yeah, it's somewhere that we will definitely be frequenting frequenting more in the summertime. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, it's awesome that you can drive like five minutes in any direction and just be in wilderness. That's one of my favorite parts about being uh, out here on the East Coast, or we'll say St. John. That's not something that you get in Toronto, unless you are close to like those parks. But even then, there's they're filled because everyone has that same appreciation for that that little bit of greenery that the city has. Everyone flocks to it on those those nice days. Mm-hmm. So here, uh, people seem to be a little more spread out, which is welcome. St. John's an odd city too, because it, it, it's an industrial city by character. And you know that com- the neighborhood you live in mm-hmm. so close to the refinery, mm-hmm. but it has the juxtapositions of the really nice green spaces and the trail systems and, and the, the ocean beaches. So it kind of, it has those, those contrasts mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, question about your, your work, because we've been sort of talking about settling into the city. Um, Jordan, you had uh, retired from your your life as a hockey player. So tell me a little bit about what you two are doing now and whether you were able to transport your jobs with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we do both work um, online. Um, I'm working as a web developer and video editor for a a digital marketing company. Um, And it's, uh, yeah, I guess that's it's one pro to have in, in this day and age, especially during COVID, is the ability to work from home. So we've both been definitely blessed in that regard. I know there's been, um, you know, going back to the people who comment on our videos, uh, this comment comes up, you know, time and time again about employment rates in the province um, and there being no jobs. People ask us about that all the time. We really don't know what what to say because we haven't been here long enough to really get a feel. Um, so that conversation hasn't really, um, involved us, I guess you could say, since we, we do work online, (laughs) I'd actually be interested to, to hear your thoughts. You probably have some more insight on that. Well, I mean, in some ways right now, and, you know, and it's something that we've been talking a lot about as a, as a community and it, it, it really be true wherever you lived in the country, uh, it really has become a time where it's easier to take your job with you, right? Um, because you you both work for, uh, is it a Toronto-based company? They're based out of Nova Scotia. Well, based on Nova Scotia. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they are, the founders are from Toronto. They're new, yeah. they're new uh, to Atlanta, Canada as well. So I, I, I don't know if you can officially say they're out of, they're just living in Nova Scotia. Like we, we work online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did they did they start their company in in Ontario and then bring it to Nova Scotia? Basically, it's a very new company actually. Um so it's grown quite a bit since since we've moved here since they've moved here. Um but yeah, it was in the works before they came to to Nova Scotia. They only moved to Atlantic Canada maybe a month before us, so they're very new to this side of the country as well. So, uh, what did you? What are your days? What are your days? What do your days look like? Kind of day to day, in terms of your in terms of your work. We're pumped about this routine that we have. Yeah, we really we're really in a, a groove right now. So, um, yeah, we're both working from home. I'm working for that same uh, digital marketing company. I'm doing some graphic design work for them, 
and Jordan works in the morning. So I'm with Irie all day up until she goes down for her nap at about one o'clock and Jordan starts work at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, and then I usually come up here to the office around once Irie's asleep for her nap around one uh, thirty or two o'clock. And then it's Jordan's job to then um, be with Irie once she wakes up, um, which is around three o'clock. And then um, I'm up here until about five o'clock and then I make dinner and um, yeah, then we eat together as a family. So it's very much a we're kind of switching off and um, the schedule that we have right now is working. Um, I don't know how long that schedule will last for because as you know, um, kids change <laughs> and I don't know I don't know how long that will work for, but right now we're, we're really in a, a good spot as far as our workflow. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to be able to, you know, to, to, raise, to raise a family and kind of like arrange your own work schedule and your own time with her, right? Like that's, it's a real blessing. It's really nice. It really is. That was something that um, was so important to us. And I guess you could say it was um, also one of the reasons that we decided to move out East is because that we could have more flexibility as far as um, how much money was coming in so that we didn't have to worry about working so much, um, having this big mortgage to pay for, so that um, both of us could spend as much time with Irie as possible. And it, and it, it definitely is a, luck, a luxury of living out here, for sure. I mean, I know when my own uh, kids were really young. Like I, I left my full-time job for a few years uh, to stay at home with them and, and kind of live a little bit like you are. Uh, my wife stayed in her full-time job, but I kind of had a job that was like yours where I could pick up enough work here and there to, to contribute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was also nice to have like a toe in the workforce yeah. while I was like helping raise Jack and Ella. It was really, it was really kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, it's so nice to be able to arrange your life that way. And I guess as she gets older, she'll she'll dictate how that changes. Yeah. 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 Like Jess mentioned, it's it's really important for us, especially at this this stage in Irie's life, to spend as much time as possible with her. You know, one on whether it's one on one or as a family and just us. Like just just own the moment and just really treasure it. Um, you know, when you're in a, a big city, you know, mom and dad have to work full time. And then that means your, your child is off to daycare, or, you know, some type of early years program. And you just, it's one of those things you have to do, you know, when, when you're in that circumstance. But as Jess mentioned, coming out here was for us was, you know, it, um, alleviated a little bit of the financial pressure, um, to have this, to have a lot of money coming in, you know, we kind of have our steady income through, through our work, but if, you know, we want to buy some, you know, things we want to go on a trip, I pick up more hours or Jess picks up more hours um, doing freelance stuff. So yeah, it's been, we're really lucky. I know most people aren't able to arrange things this way. We're very conscious and and aware of how, you know, our situation. So yeah, it's just, we feel super lucky. We're very thankful. And and why did you decide to create the, uh, the YouTube channel? it started. I, I had my own channel. I started in 2015. Um, I've always loved making, making movies. I love making videos. 
I just like to do it. I started making travel vlogs um, with my channel, Joe Adelic. And then Jess and I, like we're YouTube junkies and we, we watch a lot of YouTube. We take a lot of video. The best part about having these videos is going back and looking at them like years later. We watch our videos as much as, you know, our biggest fan. We go back and watch <laughs> the old ones and it's a, it's a little time capsule, you know, and we just get so much joy out of watching reliving experiences that we've had in the past because you know it takes a lot of effort to be in the moment and be conscious of that and even with your best efforts you still fail a lot of the times but to be able to turn on a video from a trip you took or you know a, a random Christmas and live it all over again it just it brings us a lot of joy to watch it so mainly we we make videos for ourselves just to have but we also what our channel's turned into really is just sharing our experience and sharing information. People will ask us questions in the comments and we usually try to accommodate by making a video um, to educate people who are interested in doing what we're doing, coming out here in search of a, a better life. So yeah, there's a number of reasons, but the main one is probably just because we like doing it and we like to watch our old videos. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, obviously, um, communities in, in the East, and I'm sure it's true of smaller communities across the country as well, are kind of looking at this as an opportunity uh, to showcase their hometown, showcase their regions, uh, attract new people to come live here and appreciate the good things about being here that, that you guys have experienced. Um, what are you hearing from people who are, you know, watching the videos, thinking about coming here? Like, do you have friends, people in your network that are thinking about doing the same thing? Yeah, we, we do. I have, there's so many people who comment. Um, I think next week, I think it's this week, actually, we have a couple of Zoom calls with, with people who've reached out and they just want to get like a more in-depth, um, I guess, know-how on, on how to, yeah, take the leap of faith and move to uh, Atlantic Canada, move to St. John. You know, we push St. John big time. <laughs> There's always the war. Hey, Moncton versus St. John versus Fredericton sort of thing. Um, so that's been fun. But yeah, our personal friends as well. I have a, a few friends who are constantly se sending me listings on realtor.ca asking about the area and and this and that. So it, it is exciting to watch. I think people know it makes a lot of sense to not pay a mortgage that's just bullying your bank account every month and causing you to work like 40 plus hours a week. It, it doesn't make sense. It, it honestly doesn't make sense. I think people know that it's just a matter of taking action, you know, cause that's, that's the hardest part is taking action on, on these ideas. So yeah, they go to us for, for insights and tips and yeah, we're happy to share information because for us it's worked out and yeah, we're having a blast. We, we encourage everyone to follow suit. Sounds like you might have a consulting company on your hands. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> and and also, I guess, kind of, and, and this would be true. You have people he, here that would move somewhere else in in the country. Uh, maybe some St. Johners moving to Toronto, mm -hmm. uh, embracing that spirit of adventure and and sense of experiencing something new. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I think there was. We did have a bit of negativity, as we mentioned before, about like people moving here. And I'm just of the mindset that like people should be free to to move around and to experience new places and um, experience new 
ways of living. And I'm all for that. Now, it's obviously way too early really to ask this question, but I will anyway. What 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 does the medium and long term look like for you? Like after several months here, now I know you moved here in, you know, late fall, winter. Mm-hmm. So you haven't experienced our summer yet and our spring. Um, but do, do you see possibly staying here in the long term or, or, or are you still looking at other new experiences? That's the, the question that we go, we talk about all the time. We talk about it at least like once a night. Um, <laughs> we, we do, we love it out here. We think that we'll always have this house. We don't foresee ourselves selling this house at any time. You know, stuff happens, life changes. So much has happened in this last year. But we, uh, right now, I think we want to keep this house. We do want to be snowbirds in, in some sense. Eventually, it would be nice to escape to tropical climate if we can for winter. Like winter, it's beautiful. It honestly is, especially in this area, driving from St. John to, say, Quispam and seeing the snow-covered trees and, you know, the hills. It's it's absolutely beautiful. But it's it's cold, you know, and being outside, you're not going to be outside for five, six hours with your kid playing, you know, in the snow building igloos. It's fun for like an hour. And then you just want to go inside and, you know, have a a tea or something like that. So yeah, I I don't know. It's hard to say we do have our sights set on, on being uh, snowbirds in some capacity down the road. We would love to spend a few months of the year in Toronto. Uh, What those months are, it's hard to say because, you know, you want to be in New Brunswick during the summer. It's the best time. Um, but also it's the best time in Toronto as well, it being another Canadian city. So it's it's hard. We have to find the balance. Mm-hmm. But we're open. We're both adventurers at heart. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, a, a, a road trip across Canada and spending some time in each each city along the way would be really cool too. So working online and, and hopefully our YouTube channel grows to you know, to a, a level where maybe that could be our, our full-time gig that could uh, support us through these endeavors. I mean, that would be, I mean, that would be uh, like winning the lottery for us. So yeah, we'll keep grinding away. It, I mean, in a lot of ways, once we root ourselves in communities, we, we identify with them, we mm-hmm. root for them. It's a lot of the reasons why you, the three of us are having this conversation right now, mm-hmm. right? Because if you're talking about how to grow St. John or grow Halifax or grow Moncton or grow a community in Northern New Brunswick. Um, but it, just talking to you, you know, reminds me of that kind of importance of just it, what it's like to just experience living in different places. I, the, it makes me think um, whether or not you become rooted in them for decades, right? Uh, a friend of mine, he lives in, in Guatemala half the year. Uh, and then comes back to Canada, right? And and spends six months here. Um, and I have many friends that have lives like that, where you know they're rooted in their communities for the times that they're there, and but they want to experience and living in other places, whether it's for culture, whether it's for sunshine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so there, and there's something nice in your case about feeling free to to move with your family, mm-hmm. right? Because a, a lot of us who have kids you can kind of get locked down right mm-hmm. yeah you you summed it up like perfectly i you know from my own perspective having lived so many different places um you know in canada the u.s throughout europe i feel like i bring a part of each place with me you know wherever i go in my life whether it's through people 
that I met who've left an impression on me or just learning something from the culture, like it really shapes who you are as a human. I know it's added so much to me in, in my life. And I want the same for Irie. I want her to learn from from others and just see other places and, and see how others are, are living and have an appreciation for that. And there's so many learning experiences that can happen along the way that, yeah, they're, they're just with you for your whole life. So yeah, it's a, it's a, something that we really value. And in a digital world, and you know, this would be true of the, of the job that I do now be true for a lot of people. It, these jobs are more portable now, right? You can be doing the same work you're doing now in downtown Toronto, St. John, Niagara, Guatemala, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? An island in the South Pacific, if there's a good internet yeah, connection. Yeah, that's the thing too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that seems to be a bit of a a hurdle for us sometimes. So we have to keep that in mind. But <laughs> so tell me uh, before I let you go, what what adventures are you looking forward to this summer in in the St. John region in the Maritimes? Like, do you have? special plans yet? We do. We kind of have a running list going. Um, Thanks to a lot of our YouTube subscribers as well. They're always commenting their favorite places in the area to check out. So um, I said to Jordan last week, I got to start, you know, writing these places down or you're going to get lost in the comments. But um, yeah, in the very near future, we're actually planning a little trip to Grand Manan, which we're really excited to explore. It looks absolutely beautiful. So I think uh, early next month, we're going to take just a a weekend trip there. Um, I would love to see um, um, Hopewell Rocks is on my list as well. Um, Did you have some? Fundy National Park. Mm -hmm. Is that it? Yeah. um, I was thinking that maybe we could do like a, a bike adventure there and camp sort of along the way. I've heard that that's possible. Um, you know, in Northern Ontario, we would go to Algonquin Park in the summer and we would portage. Uh, for those who, who don't know what portaging is, when you pack up your canoe with gear and, uh, you know, you venture off into the, the park and you pick up your canoe and walk over land until you find that next, you know, launch off spot, a, a lake where you can continue your journey. So I heard uh, Funny National Park, you can do sort of the same thing, with, but with a bike. So you ride through and camp for the night and hop on your bike and continue on. So I think that'd be pretty cool. And possibly something we could uh, do as a family as well, like one-nighter. It, it, it's bringing back a, a memory. I used to do a lot of long-distance cycling when I was younger. I actually did a couple of trips from one from Halifax to Toronto and one from Fredericton to Toronto. Uh, the two, year, two years in a row, I did like two, two and a half week trip. Um, but when I got back and started working, I'd do shorter trips, but I actually did a cycling trip from St. John uh, starting somewhere around the east side where you guys live right now and drove to Bundy National Park with a friend uh, and then on into to PEI. Um, but I highly recommend cycling to there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Irie would be up for that and your dog would be up for that. Yeah, not, not <laughs> Reese. She has hard enough time getting out in the backyard these days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, going from a run from the east side to Bundy National Park might be a little mm-hmm. bit much. Um, but um, I, I have this great memory of climbing you have to climb this huge hill that doesn't seem like a huge hill when you're in a car up into Fundy National Park. And then at one point it starts to dip and you drive down to the ocean mm-hmm. and you literally just on a bicycle, you just, it's, you just, you don't have to pedal. You just glide down for several kilometers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get into the, you can get into the park. Um, and then, yeah, again, it's a beautiful park 
hiking and, and the ocean is very beautiful there as well. And you can do kayaking as well down in there in Alma. So I, I highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. And I do recommend if you have the time doing the bike sometime. For sure. For sure. My bike is on the way. That I'm might excited. be a, might be a solo <laughs> mission for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks so much for chatting with me. Is there anything that you want to touch on before we, before we go? Yeah. For anyone listening, who's excited, uh, following our journey, check us out on YouTube, a tribe called Owens. We're on Instagram as well. And, uh, yeah, we just share our, our lives, what's going on in, uh, in St. John and how we got here in our summer adventures, which they'll be uh, plentiful. So mm-hmm. yeah, subscribe if, if you're keen on, on learning more. And, and is your family moving here soon? Do you have family moving here? Yeah, my parents, um, you know, they've had, my mom specifically has had a dream of having an oceanfront property in New Brunswick for decades now. It's uh, kind of funny that we ended up moving out here before her, but as soon as we moved, you know, it kind of lit a fire under there, but they wanted to be close to their their granddaughter and us. So they ended up getting a house just down the street. You know, it's amazing how this has all worked out. They will split their time between Niagara Falls and St. John. Um, but yeah, it's nice to have family close and, and hopefully Jess's family is able to come out and visit it uh, sometime soon as well. Yeah. And do they have a big rental project ahead of them or they'd be able to just move mm. in? No, they have quite the big, uh, big rental project, but they, unlike us, they are, um, handy and they have the time They're They're both not working. They're retired. So they have the time and they enjoy doing home renovations. So, yeah. Yeah. And did they get that oceanfront home? Is it pretty close to the no, water? No, not yet. They're uh, they're at a pit stop right now, so they're that's the next yeah, move. That's I think their next one. <laughs> They'll fix this one up and see if they can get their their oceanfront property soon. All right. Well, thanks uh, so much for talking to me. It was it was wonderful talking. Yeah. To you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. You've been listening to the latest episode of Huddle Home Office. Thanks, Jordan and Jess, for the great chat. Huddle Home Office is produced by me, Mark Legier, and Sharice Letson. You can subscribe to the show on podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify. And if you've enjoyed listening, please recommend us to a friend. Talk to you next week.